Larry. Thank you, Father. Filling the cavern, canyon, between the hemispheres of our mind. Living waters rising in your heart and in your mind. Whoa. <laughs> Praise God.
can drink as much glory as you desire. Against spiritual feasting, there is no law. Eat and drink as much of the glory as you want every day.
between the hemispheres of our brain in the living water we're a river overflowing and flooding through our worldly vessels an earthen vessel a worldly vessel it's a grand canyon it's the picture God's given me today of the healing of the soul of the healing of the worldly body and the restoration of all things of the natural dimension that correspond to your flesh and blood the river of life will rise in the center of your heart and the center of your brain and fill your grand canyon with glory amen
Is there a canyon? Canyon overflowing. And a cannon too. Financial problems, relational problems, every single problem is healed when you're blessed, when you're happy with his happiness. What did he do? He endured the cross for the joy, the happiness that was before him. And he's entered into the happiness. What's the happiness? The holy of holies. The happy of happies. We should have named this sermon the happy of happies. It's accurate. It's true.
as your mind awakens to God having already entered into you. You experience a deeper rest. That's the place of His power. That's the place of joy. Awakening to God in the midst of you. Living reliant in your brain and heart and bones to his unending power. He's already granted humanity his power without limits in Christ. And the gospel is the power of God. He's fully given you the gospel. <laughs> He's given you all his power. There's nothing the Father has ever withheld from you. Let it flood the canyon of your mind with power, fresh power from on high. Learn how to receive his power. Get addicted to his power, his love power, his joy power, his peace power, his glory power, his resurrection dunamis power, his miracle working power, his powerful presence, his powerful countenance. His face is the face of might and power. Had a time with my mom today on Silver Lake and we're talking about the things of God. <laughs> and I had a revelation, the Spirit's talking with me and he says, you know in Deuteronomy where Moses doesn't have a wrinkle on his face? At 120 years old, he had stopped aging. He was living a mortal life physically. Do you know what the key to Moses and immortal life in the natural? I told you right there in Scripture. The Spirit says, I already told you. It's right there in Scripture. Because Moses knew me face to face. That's the key to everlasting life. What does it say in 1 Corinthians 13? Then we knew in part, now we shall know face to face. Knowing face to face is the transfiguration power in your body. You are growing in the light of his word until every part of your mind and your eyes knows God face to face. That's how you overcome death. It's written in the word. Receiving progressive revelations of his mysteries, the unveiling of his face within you and not shrinking back from shame, religious condemnation, false humility, all the lies of the world that would keep you separated from his face, but boldly approaching the face of God. That is our everlasting and immortal life. <laughs> That's our conquering of the last curse to
to be swallowed up by his face. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I pray that we have an encounter with your face tonight. That we know how much you love us in every area of our heart and mind. That we can rejoice in the light of your face. All of you, like Moses, have the opportunity in this generation to know God face to face without any veil. And I know people have encounters, and I'm sure all of us can say we know Him to a degree face to face. But I'm talking about the fullness of His light. Talking about an ageless glory, a transfiguring glory, a new level of encounter and consistency. And God spoke to Moses like a friend speaks to a friend. Whoa, that's the true knowing him face to face, friend to friend, with Almighty God. You realize that means that your soul and your mind are renewed to living in the fullness of the might of God. That's what knowing Him face to face is all about. That's the promise of the manifesting sons. That's what heals all creation. It's the revealing of all God's power through a people perfected. By his face. Approaching his face makes everything in you faced. You gotta face stuff. <laughs> That's why so few have ever done it. You gotta face everything in you. All the deepest pockets. Like it says in Song of Solomon, the places where we hide from his face. Adam and Eve hid from the face of God in the garden amongst the trees and then they covered themselves from his face with fig leaves wow. all the substitutes that man has filled himself with except his face you are created to live face to face with God in the garments of his glory the radiant splendor of the father is having your soul adjusted to living in the light that comes from God's face. And it's His eyes looking upon you that clothes you with the white garments. The eyes that blaze with fire of the Lord Jesus Christ is what imparts into us the clothing of heaven. Let him look upon you and remove the shame of the animal garments and the fig leaves. Receive his love like radiant garments tonight. That's what really changes you.
Thank you, Father. Enjoying God 
is the most advanced thing. What did Jesus do? Enter the joy and what did he do? Sat down at the right hand of God. That was the most advanced thing that existed. And there's nothing more advanced than sitting down in God and enjoying God. Being a Benjamin, a son of his right hand. Seated at his right hand in the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ's throne in Zion. Woo! at his feet with the Mary of Bethany offering. Right at his feet. Then where did Mary go? Right into him on the throne. Through love. Through intimacy. bar simply to enjoy more of God. You know, that's the Christian eternal lifestyle. Belly up to the bar and just enjoy him more and more and more until your joy is so contagious from sitting at the bar of heaven and learning how to just enjoy him. Enjoy his power, enjoy his angels, enjoy his words, enjoy his friends, enjoy his kingdom, enjoy his glory, enjoy his rivers and springs and streams and rains, enjoy his colors and sounds, and you're so overwhelmed with enjoying him that it spreads into everyone's souls around you. Every revival there's ever been is because people came into a deeper realm of enjoying God. What realm is this revival? Enjoying the throne room. Is there a bar in the throne room? Revelation 22, verse 1, the throne of God the Father, the throne of the Lamb, and then all the substance coming off of them, the Revelation 22 says you have to drink. <laughs> Hello! Throne room bar. 
stool. Get your funnel. Wow. Get your throne bomb. Remember when you were in college and you went to the hardware store to make your beer bombs? You need to do that for the throne of God. And the angels are the helpers holding your feet as you beer bong the river from his throne. How much can you drink? Whoa. And if they drop you, you just fall into his arms. <laughs>
with fresh glory every day. Morning, day, and night. And you just take huge bong rips off of that bad boy. <laughs> Until you're happier than a squirrel who's found an acorn. Demonstrate the enjoyment of God. 
You know, the Bible says, experiencing the love of God which surpasses knowledge. What is experiencing the glory of God that surpasses knowledge? That's right, it's the beer bomb.
drunk with love, you know, these are scriptures, drunk with love is the mark of true Christian maturity. Did you not? Those who don't deserve it, and so patient, 
with people that don't know how to drink love yet. Which is failing. The only failure is not receiving the cup of Christ. That's the only report card you get, is did you receive God's love? Did you learn to love? God is love. You can only love if you receive God. And God's here like a river, Revelation 22, which is the river of love, the mark of love, the maturity of love, the house of wine's love. Oh, we're getting it. Then we ask, well, what is love? Your love, Psalms 103, verse 8, your love is like a flooding river. So love is like a flooding river. It's like without love we're a Grand Canyon. And his love fills us in the center of our heart, in the center of our brain, in the canyon of the two hemispheres of your brain. It's what love's like, a flooding river. Love is like you as a Grand Canyon filling the canyon and flooding through the hemispheres of your brain. That's exactly what love is like. Love is like a flooding river. What does it need to flood? Your souls. Your souls. Revelation 3.20, you open the door or the dam to receive love like a flood. All you have to do is open the door. Open the doors, open the windows. May we be love without walls. I know perfected love is you can't even see the walls. Like invisible light. <laughs> You're in the kingdom, inside the rooms of God's soul, in the glory of God's soul, in the mansion of God's soul, experiencing the fullness of His love and light. And it looks like an open field that goes on forever. Because it's love without boundaries. It's love like a flooding river. That's what love is like. That's what God is like. And what are we without love? A canyon. What are we with love? Filled. Just grand. Just grand. No longer a grand canyon. Now we're just grand. A Rio Grande. A grand river. <laughs> a river of the riches of glory. Shukutuku. Addicted to the flooding river. They'll be carrying around beer bongs with them to take glory bong hits out of. Someone's got to teach him how to drink the living water because it's not really taught anywhere. Because the river 
floods, the canyons, or the containers of man's religious control. It's what sets you free. For freedom we set you free, which is the flooding of your soul. That no man or woman or system or earth and thing could ever contain you or control you. To be controlled by God's river is peace with God. To be controlled by anything else is bondage. God forbid. We're not controlled by knowledge. We're not controlled by formulas. We're not controlled by anything except the movement of God's Spirit. by the river. Controlled by the glory bond. Controlled by the beer bond of Jesus. And beer in Hebrew means well. Controlled by the well of salvation. freedom and so we need revelation of freedom but is getting saved more like bringing a beer bong to the fountain of the lamb than it is going to some religious service if he says come to the fountain and drink and I'll wipe every tear from your eye isn't salvation more like a kegger party than going to church if you read the scripture because it actually is. Salvation is the cake party. Every day he taps a new cake because his mercies are new every morning. Mercy on tap at Joel's Bar. Just squirt it right in your spirit. <laughs> and this is a full smoking bar, too, because the smoke of his glory causes human nature to no longer minister by reason of the cloud. Amen. <laughs> so actually, you're saved by smoking and drinking. I wake in the morning, and my is dancing. It's true. The smoke of his glory and the drinking of his river. I mean, it's all there in the word. Promise when you get into that kingdom activity that's prescribed by the high priest. There won't be a religious church in the world that could contain you. It'll cause revival on citywide levels. You'll actually destroy all the works of the devil, the religious devil. Bring heaven to earth. Probably have to pioneer it because they'll think you're crazy for a while. 
Then the joy is contagious and the river starts washing through their flesh and fills the canyon of their soul. Angels without number. <laughs> what did he say? You don't understand now. Later on, you'll understand. There's the delay effect. Because the fall means, it, means it's not instantly understood. He'll be quick to understand, but even Jesus took time to understand. In a transfigured body, it's instantaneous. You're getting there by perfecting your understanding, especially the understanding of the freedom of God. First Peter 1, the glorious freedom of the sons of God. You give me hope and faith. That's something people really don't understand right now. We had people coming to the RLM group this week and just say, some of the leaders in RLM are not going to be live in two weeks because they're getting so high. No grid for the glory whatsoever. They think it's physical drugs. They can't believe us that it's not physical drugs. I said when they don't die in two weeks, they're actually higher in two weeks. Will you please join us in the glory and become a believer in Jesus Christ? Freedom. 
A religious free zone is a Satan free zone.
See, having fun in the gospel is having fun in the words of freedom and glory. And these words are realms that take your mind into places of God. The rooms of God are the words of God. And the angels of God are the names of God. <laughs> and they carry your consciousness into the Spirit of God to know God in spirit and truth. Through words. Jesus is the Word of God. He's the door to the Father, meaning the words you speak bring encounters to the listeners if they can receive them. And these words, even though they seem silly, lighthearted, and fun, and all this stuff, and goofy, it's actually breaking off all the bondages off of your soul to live in freedom and abundant life. I mean, what does it profit a person to believe in Jesus and still be in bondage to religion? I mean, Scripture says several times they're almost worse off in the latter condition than before. Almost a more severe bondage than before they even knew there was a God. Now I know there's a God and I'm in severe religious bondage. It was better off being rebellious. That's oftentimes the case because of how religious the earth is. So you need the words that break off the bondage. The anointing is a container inside the Word. The Word is a container for the fresh oil of the tree of life. What grows on the tree of life? Words. When the sower sowed seed in the parable of the sower, what did he sow? What was the seed? The Word of God. And inside the Word was the seed line of God the Father Himself. The tree of life is the reproductive system of His anointed Word. <laughs> Woo. and it's a huge tree because it's God himself it's every word he believes you understand? That the tree of life is the belief of God it's what the father believes if you have any other father you believe something else and it just won't be God and it'll be fluff but if you get into God's tree in God's word his belief systems are the only thing that grow inside your flesh. And that's perfect happiness, and that's what sanctifies us, glorifies us. I mean, it, the power that comes from His Word is more powerful than all the stars of the heavens combined. It's the power of eternal life. It's the power to party. <laughs> It's the power of your inheritance. Your inheritance is in your progressive faith in prophetic words, sapphire stones moving forward, perfecting our faith. The fivefold, the ministry, the service of the priesthood exists unto the perfecting of faith. Which means until we take everyone across the gap from earth to heaven walking on sapphire pavement or prophetic words. Come on. Acts 20, 32 And now, brethren, I commit you to God. I deposit you in His charge. 
entrusting you to his protection and care. And I commend you to the word of his grace, to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor. It is able to build you up and to give you your rightful inheritance among all God's set-apart ones, those consecrated, purified, and transformed of soul. So when you go to the hardware store to build your beer bongs after this, remember that you're receiving the words of God when you're drinking the glory of God. That the ministers of God that are helping you inherit salvation, the angels, are filling your funnels with every impartation you need to fill the canyon of your soul until the banks of the hemispheres of your brains just flood and overflow with God's river. In the name of Jesus Christ. We love you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed this broadcast. If you'd like to give, there's the links that we'll post after this. Join us tonight for the Bridegroom's Chambers. It's going to be awesome. At 11 o'clock Central Daylight Time, 11 o'clock Central Time, we'll post a link to the Zoom. You can join us on video, and we'll have one-on-one -on -one discipleship, telling testimonies, fellowship, training in righteousness, getting drunk in the glory, enjoying the river, growing in freedom. Growing in the glory, fellowshipping one to another. It's going to be amazing. Every night in the rest of August at 11 o'clock, we'll share the link and it'll be broadcast. So we're going to double up on broadcasting the next three weeks. We're going after it. You know, it's like in football in high school, they call it two a days. Preparing for harvest. We're doubling up on broadcasting. Not just Joel's Bar every night at 6 p.m., also Bridegroom's Chambers every night at 11 p.m. for the next three weeks. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you at the Bridegroom's Chambers. Amen.